by Kate, a small business marketing podcast. I'm your host, Kate Elfata. Welcome to another episode of Eight by Kate. I'm your host, Kate Elfata, and I'm joined as always with Annabella Strada. Happy New Year, Bella. Happy New Year. It's already going by so fast. I know, I know, but I'm super excited. 2021, we're kicking off this week right away with our monthly segment, Need to Know. And we have quite a few to share with you this week and and really some fun stuff too. So Bella, let's get right into it, not waste any more time. Yeah. So our first Need to Know is the new update of the Instagram policies. They just updated on December 20th. Um, so check in your Instagram. They should have a little pop-up for you to do their new update. But check out those updates. And there's some big changes that are happening right now with Instagram. Yeah, I mean, Instagram as a whole is changing in so many ways. We see like the shopping uh, piece had launched and now they have updated policies. But let me just say, the more that we were able to dive into some of these policies, there's not really that much that is technically new from what we gather, okay? What we see is more of clarification to some of the broad policies that they had, which now has caused panic to a lot of people. And ideally, what we see is a heavy focus and concern around intellectual property, right? So you have artists that actually rely on um, Instagram and Facebook um, as a whole to market their business and meaning their artwork or their photography or their music. And now there's some little tidbits in these policies that are kind of iffy or concerning to a lot of artists. So what my suggestion to everybody is go out, read the policies and have an understanding of it. That's number one, but don't get you know crazy about it and super upset about it. You just need to know what who you're in bed with, right? That's really technically what it is. What it is, what is it that you're getting from this platform and be aware of what they can and cannot do with your intellectual property. The other piece is contest. They really um, clearly defined how you can and cannot run contests on Instagram. We have seen some people talk about their contests being removed. So again, you want to make sure that you have an understanding or ask us if you're a client, right? If the way that you're running contests are within the parameters of Instagram rules and policies. Uh, this is also another great um, identifier to say, don't put all your eggs in one basket, people. Mm -hmm. You know, don't rely solely on one platform or one means of marketing your business or your product. You really should be looking for other avenues and other channels all the time. You do not own that platform. You have to play by their rules. And I know that, you know, people are always using that word thought police. Well, the reality is it is that, right? So you don't own it they control it. You're just a user. So make sure that you look for other avenues. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And it also brings us into our second um, need to know, which is the Apple and Facebook battle. Mm, I know I sent a, I sent an email to all of my clients um, talking specifically about this and how 
Um, it's sort of a weight game right now. But first, let me just kind of dive into what it actually means. So um, Apple and Facebook are kind of fighting. Um, it It's solely around an update that Apple is looking to do with their next update, their iOS update, which will make it mandatory for you to opt into data collection. So, you know, we're, we live in a world where you always have to opt out of something. Right. So if you don't want to share your location or if you don't want to, you have to opt out of all that stuff. It's always set and defaulted that it's doing it. Well, this will make it where you have to when you install or have that Facebook app, that API of that app, it's going to require you to actually have to check off that you want to have your data collected. And what does that mean? It means you want to receive advertising through Facebook. I mean, that's the scariest piece to this is, will you be, will your ads be delivered to people now? And what a lot of people are saying is the cost of Facebook ads are probably going to go up and it'll be seen by less people. So this, you know, fight and battle between these two very large um, entities is um, kind of, kind of funny in a way it's not funny i'm not laughing but it's funny in the way that um facebook actually has been taking out advertising in like the wall street journal like full page ads um talking about how they're fighting for the little guy right they say that they're fighting for small business well uh, i don't i don't think i necessarily believe that but i do believe that small business owners it will be harder to reach people without more money and, um, you know, it probably will be sad to see. L- let's hope they figure it out. Let's hope the two of them come together and come up with a plan. But honestly, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. And again, I think it goes back to what we said at the first one was, you know, putting all your eggs in one basket and depending on that platform for your business. And with all these changes that are going to happening, I think a lot of small businesses are going to have to shift, shift their marketing plans, you know? Really good point. Yeah, again, I mean, it goes back even to the other thing. And you know what, as these um, platforms gain momentum, and more users, and they grow and grow and grow. I mean, you're going to see it in TikTok too, right? Those changes are coming soon too, right? Of what you can and cannot post on TikTok probably as well. As, As these companies learn and grow, and also the government starts getting involved with them a little bit and slaps their hands about things. There's, it's, it all will change. So it's it's going to be a matter of always having to pivot and reposition your business in this ever-changing digital marketing world. So I um, I love that, um, that we're talking about it and that people are aware of it. Um, I'm not specific. Um, I don't have the specifics on timing of this. I just know that it's in the works. Um, and I think the battle's just beginning. Yeah, totally. And that kind of also is brings me into number three, you mentioned TikTok. Well, um, earlier it, um, in the summer, it, Instagram reeled out Instagram Reels, which is their version of TikTok. And basically, the topic this week has been that, you know, Instagram's making these changes, they've moved the button now, the middle button, the main button that everyone has the habit of clicking is now the Instagram Reels button. So what they're doing is they're really, um, you know, benefiting the pages right now that are using Instagram Reels. So the other day I was kind of like playing with it and putting Instagram Reels up on my personal page. And I noticed in like less than 10 minutes, it 
rewarded me kind of. And it said, your video has already reached 2000 plus plays in just 10 minutes. So just being able to, you know, really dive into these new platforms, whether it's TikTok or whether it is Instagram and start using these new features that they're coming out with, learning them right away, you know, and getting yourself out there on your pages. Yeah, leveraging things that are new are always beneficial to these platforms because we we see that with Facebook. Whenever there's a new tool, we do see that they reward you when you use their tools, right? They want you to. So um, that's a really good point. Now, uh, real quick, Bella, because I know that you're much more versed on this stuff than I am when it comes to in IG and Reels and stuff. Um, would you suggest, though, because I, I hate when we say, yes, you have to use something but without a strategy behind it, because I see sometimes people go off and use these new tools with, and it's some of it's a hot mess. Yeah. I mean, you definitely need a strategy, especially for the reels because they are, you know, the 15 second video clips. Um, so it's a whole new strategy versus just putting a post out there. Um, and if you've used TikTok too, again, a whole nother strategy, the content's going to look completely different for your page. Um, so definitely go into that with a, with a really clear strategy instead of just, uploading something just to get it on reels, but really making it, you know, good content thought out and planned. Which is kind of nice because this sort of brings us to number four, which I know we want to talk about. So again, this is another topic that we've been talking about this week, which is your followers. I feel like since businesses started on social media, it's been all about how many followers someone has, right? And I don't know if this is just, you know, this is my personal opinion, but it's something that I think in the marketing world that we talk about a lot, which is, yes, your followers matter. Of course, you want to continue to grow the page, but the way that social media is now versus five years ago versus 10 years ago is completely different. And the way that people are using social media is completely different. So an example would be if I'm looking for a product online and I'm going to social media and I find a really cute product from a brand that I want to buy. Uh, I'm not probably going to follow their page because the, re the people are using social media like kind of like a search platform. So they're going in the hashtags. You know, if they're locally looking for, for something, they're going to go in the location tags and find stuff that way versus going straight to a page. So really focusing, my opinion is to really focus on your hashtag strategy and your content strategy versus being so, you know, in your head about the followers and the way that social media started too. I mean, you can, you can buy them, you can get all these bots and, you know, buy a ton of followers and you can still do all of that. And that's good, but I don't think it benefits your page at all. Yeah, no, I've, I've always been um, someone to say that, yeah, followers matter, engagement matters. Mm -hmm. But the end result really is what is your efforts on social media doing on on the back end, meaning, where is the analytics to your website? So right, so maybe you only have 500 followers, but if you're getting 800 to 1000 people going to your website via IG and Facebook, and you have those metrics to show it, who the heck cares, right? So I think, you know, having a better understanding of what it all means, instead of thinking, oh, uh, you know, all these influencers, isn't that the word, right? All these influencers, oh, I want to be this. I mean, it's not really obtainable to most people to have that. So especially if you're a small business owner, that's 
Yeah. And what I like to say to also to um, small business owners is, so imagine you're on Instagram, right? And you have like, what, like 20,000 followers or something great like that. Ooh, that doesn't sound like small, small business. <laughs> it, exactly. So like you just said, you know, you don't want to be at that because if you're a small business, you probably can't handle all that. You know, that's great. But I'd rather, you know, like on my page, I'd rather, you know, 1200 followers, something small like that. And then, you know, a couple hundred of those are my actual customers, you know? Well, yeah, it's no different than back in the Twitter days. Remember Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm still on Twitter, by the way. <laughs> at, at Kate Elphata, people. That was great, Bella. Let's talk about what number five is. Yeah, so number five is if you are a product-based business, um, we are noticing a trend in social media that is you cannot do your business without an ethical sustainability plan. It's what people are looking for right now with this genera- generation and consumers are looking for brands that have a plan in place already. So yeah, if you don't have a plan, it's time good time to start looking at it, 2021. Yeah, I mean, people really love seeing people that, can explain the supply chain of their product and the sustainability of their product. Right. And that is, I mean, I have to say sometimes I get pitched a lot of products and I would say a, a, a lot of them always come to me with one of two things, the sustainability piece of their product or the charitable piece to their product. So Either you have one or the other or both if you're selling a product. It's really, really important, especially we see it in fashion and beauty brands, right? Though if you're sell- if you're in that industry at all and you really want to capture that youthful market and you're on Instagram, to not talk about um, the sustainability of your product or how it's being sourced. That's another big thing, sourcing the product or sourcing the materials. That should be a part of the marketing plan. Talk about that on your social media. Use the appropriate hashtags because that's actually the article I read about this specifically was talking about them researching these hashtags and how important it was for people when they search for things, they're following these hashtags when they're making purchases. So really, really good one, Bella. I love that one. Um, Number six um, is something that we don't, I don't think we talk about a lot, but we get a lot of questions from clients, especially when they're looking through their inbox, which is the latest social media scams. I probably receive one email minimal a week from a client asking me, is this legitimate? Is this real? (laughs) Right. Okay. So I want to talk about this in two different ways though. Okay. The first way, the first kind of thing I want to talk about is the everyday Joe getting a message or in their private messages about some scam to donate to something. Right. So that's, that's a charity scam. And we see them a lot. We have um, where people are replicating friends. So they'll pick, they'll, they'll pick a, a profile on Facebook and they will duplicate a friend or they'll duplicate a profile and then they'll reach out to all those friends that that person has. And then they will um, send you a fake charity scam. 
and it looks like it's coming from your friend, you're going to click on it and give your money away and it's not legitimate. So I always say, ask that person, reach out to them directly and say, hey, did you send this to me? Is this legitimate? Just to be safe and careful about it. Okay. The other scam is people that are trying to solicit a business about something. And we see a lot of these. We have people um, that think it's coming from um, maybe PayPal or something like that, but it's not. And you can really identify that by just actually looking at the email itself. So if it's an email, you can see that that email address, if it's, you know, sexy mama one, two, three, four at yahoo.com, and they say they're from PayPal, odds probably are it's not. Now, it'll look like PayPal because they've changed that name. So you do actually have to click on the details mm -hmm. to see the email. So I, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. I get one of those a week from a client at least asking me, and it takes me two seconds to tell them this is not legitimate. This is fake. <laughs> A lot of credit card updating stuff. Do you see yeah. that too, Bella? I, I see a lot of that, yeah. And and with Instagram too, um, there's a lot of like DMs that people try and get you to, you know, be an influencer and just all this like weird stuff. And a lot of those are, you can be an influencer for my fashion brand, but you have to purchase. They, they don't tell you that initially, right? <laughs> we want you to, oh, you're pro. I get them sometimes where it's like, I said this once before, it was like a, a yoga pant company. Like, <laughs> obviously did not look at my profile. Cause if you did, you know, this big girl is not wearing no yoga pants, <laughs> but, and I do it. I send that message back to them, but they also have a lot of companies that can just mass DM profiles and, and the, the, um, kind of the filters that they use is normally a number-based filter living in a certain area or something. So you, a lot of times you're going to get these and they're, you know, they're not worth your time or effort and energy. If you really want to work with someone, you reach out to them yourself. Correct. Yeah. Um, so it brings us to number seven. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay. We forgot a really good tool to mention. Oh. So if you are curious about scams, like I am, I, I'm always, always curious to know what these people are doing. The Better Business Bureau actually has a scam tracker. Okay, you can go to BBB, did I say three B's? Dot org slash scam tracker. And they will tell you all of the up and coming or not up and coming. That sounded like it was like, oh, we're waiting for a scam. They'll, they, they identify the, the current scams that are going on, and they also let you know how much money has been reported wow. of people being stolen and lost and money's lost. So go, to, you know, when in doubt, you can always go there and you can actually search for the scam too to find out if others received emails similar or notifications or what have you. And you can also report. So don't forget, you should be reporting these if, if you see them, because if we don't start reporting them, this is never, well, is it ever going to end? It's probably never going to end. <laughs> but definitely but, report them. That's a great tool. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, number seven is Facebook's Oculus. 
Okay, so the reason why I want to include this is because I got super excited when I was reading about Facebook Oculus and how a a couple things get me excited about this. Number one, it's VR, okay? And VR is exciting no matter what. Um, The second piece of that is that, you know, look, movie theaters have closed down in a lot of areas. So people are trying to find other ways for entertainment or a different look and feel to entertainment experience. So Facebook Oculus, actually the pricing has come down a lot. Like you could probably get a system for five or 600 bucks now. So it's not super cheap, but I think you're going to see those numbers come down even more as it gets more exposure and things start really um, happening with that. Um, But the other piece of that is knowing that this is exciting for advertisers because the more people are using Oculus, the more opportunities there will be for advertisers to advertise to those things that are using Oculus. So um, you're going to find really creative ways that people are going to be starting to use, or I hope, I hope it does not, oh, I hope these sorts of things, they don't just die off because we see that a lot with technology, but this one has me really, really excited. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why is when I was at Sundance in January, which by the way, was my last trip before COVID happened. So it's my last hurrah. The Disney lounge had a super cool VR experience. Like, I mean, I never experienced anything like that in my life. So I do see that the more people that are exposed to it and see the excitement around VR, I think you're going to see more people utilizing it. And when you have people like Disney and Pixar and other companies like that behind it, I think you're going to see it happening more and more. And I do believe there'll be advertising and marketing strategies that brands can look at when it comes to VR and Facebook Oculus. Yeah, love that. That's so fun. Um, Number eight is New Year's resolutions to quit social media. We've seen a lot of that. I guess people wanting to make it their thing that this year they weren't going to be on social media. Okay, you know, you know, (laughs) can I if can I insert eye roll? Okay, so this is the thing. I get that social media is um, can be taxing, can be annoying, but there are tools that most platforms have and they come with that allow you to customize your experience. And I don't think a lot of people understand that, look, if you have Aunt Flo, who is really says the wrong things on social media and you can't stand it anymore, there's ways that you can make it so that you're not being mean and blocking her or getting rid of her. But yes, there's things that you can do if you can use the tools properly. And not only that, it's not going anywhere. I mean, one thing um, the pandemic taught us is the need for us to connect. Mm-hmm. And could you imagine this pandemic without it? It'd be really weird. I mean, it'd be super weird. So I want to challenge people this New Year's. Instead of poo-pooing on a tool that y'all been using forever mm-hmm. and been having lots of meme enjoyment or video <laughs> fun, embrace it in a different way. And if that means maybe you need to time how much a time you're spending on it, or maybe you're not utilizing it the way you could in a positive way, then maybe those are the things that you should reevaluate and add to your new year's resolution plan. Instead of just saying, I'm out of here. Like how how many posts did you see of that? I'm getting off social media. 
And then they're back in two weeks. Let's be honest, people. Let's have a come to Jesus in reality. Yeah. And I would encourage people like we have this whole episode of getting out there and trying new platforms. You know, like I. Great idea. I I just got in Clubhouse, y'all. Follow me, Kate Alpha Top. Yeah. Like I'm using TikTok now more um, and growing my TikTok account. That's like my focus from the start of this year because it's just more fun. I want to see more of that stuff. That's just something that I enjoy versus, you know, I still have my Facebook, but I would, I'm going to be posting more. And the cool thing is too, you can direct people like, Hey guys, like I'm not going to be using Facebook as much, you know, for new year. Yes, I like that. I like that. <laughs> and you know, what's really great is I can talk shit about these people that are saying goodbye to social media because uh, obviously those people probably aren't going to listen to my podcast <laughs> <laughs> good point <laughs> so whatever <laughs> um but no i, I you know why because it was just such an it was an overload last week mm-hmm. it really really was of these people that were like i'm done with social media it's just like I mean, that's fine. That's fine if that's your thing. And, and there's a real if you're if if it's hurting your mental health, then I say, yes, get off of it. Uh-huh. But if you're just doing it to draw attention to yourself, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm so going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> whatever. OK, so these were all great, Bella, by the way. And I wanted to put in some like more fun stuff and not just we sometimes we're overly techie. Um, our conversation so I really want to kind of draw some people in with some other cool little things or maybe they just don't know about them or and maybe if they want to go out and do some research they can do so so I want more of this on that show right we want more um so what do we got coming up yeah so next week we have our enter the expert segment so we have a treat in store for you Hugh Little, the sales wizard, will be joining us with his eight steps in the sales process okay I'm going to just plug him real quick and say, if you don't know who, 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 see, I'm going to mess this up. If you do not know who Hugh is, (laughs) you, you need to listen to this podcast because he has decades. I'm not going to say his age, but he has decades of sales experience and marketing and sales go hand in hand. And if you are marketing your business, but you don't know how to close a sale, you might as well not do it. You might as well not market your business because you need to also understand how to sell it. And a lot of times that's also in your copy, your sales copy, your web copy, your email copy. At times you have to get salesy people because at the end of the day, you're running a business and you have to sell your tchotchke. Yeah. So this podcast you is a must listen. So if, if this is going to get you going for the new year, you're going to learn some strategic sales tactics from this guy because he's amazing. Hugh's a good friend. I'm so excited to have him. Um, thank you all for listening once again. Bella, thank you, darling. And we will talk to you next week. Happy marketing. <laughs>